Brian. It's confession time. It's been 27 years since my last confession. Go ahead. What am I confessing to? When was the last time you, Ryan Willis, Mm -hmm. had a cigarette in a downtown Knoxville bar? Normally my answer would not be so recently, but yeah, last week I was over at Preservation Pub and uh, there were some smokers around the table. We fed some money into the vending machine there for cigarettes. They also have vending machine for guitar strings and other weird things, but cigarettes. And we got a pack of American Spirits and lit one up. Freedom. Good old Preservation Americans. Pub. Yes. Um, and how smoky on a scale of one to ten was it? I think smokiness is uh, is a is down comes down to personal perspective, right? Because somebody that is around smoke a lot probably doesn't think it's that smoky. They, they do a good job of keeping the the air relatively, at least it looks clean. It doesn't smell clean. But I mean, if you you know are never around smoking, you probably think it's the worst place in the world because it does have that heavy smoke in the air. So I'm just going to give it a five. We'll give it a five, and uh, you know it's 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 one of only a handful of bars that I can think of downtown that allow smoking. You have Preservation Pub is one uh, urban bar. I think there's a couple places down on the Strip, a couple places to the north. I think Marie's allows smoking inside, and so um, it's for somebody who's come from North Carolina where smoking is like not allowed anywhere. It's just like a vague memory for me being a child being asked like smoking or non-smoking. Like it was a shock, a bit of a culture shock to me when I came to Tennessee. Um, I think my first experience was in Nashville uh, and saw that you can smoke indoors. And now the state of Tennessee has passed a law. It's been signed by the governor that individual city governments can implement their own rules. So, um, you know, the, the law right now is if it's 21 and up venue, you can allow smoking. But now city governments can say if it's 21 and up, hey, no smoking still. That's a that's a big development. I know it's something that Nashville is looking at and something that we've asked Knoxville government about. Um, and it sounds like as of right now, they have no plans to move forward with a plan to further ban smoking. But um, it's a big issue. It's something I think that's worth talking about. It's something we've actually been wanting to talk about here on the podcast for a while because, you know, there's it's a very divisive issue, smoking indoors. And now we have something actually to tie it to. So um, before we get started, I should introduce myself. I am Ryan Willis, downtown reporter at Knox News. And I'm Brenna McDermott, Growth and Development Editor at Knox News. And this is The Scruffy Stuff, a podcast about all the news happening in and around downtown Knoxville, brought to you by KnoxNews.com, where you can find everything we discuss here on the show and a whole lot more. Knox News relies on support from readers and listeners to provide you compelling stories from Knoxville and across East Tennessee. Subscribers get an all-access pass to all of our premium, exclusive content. And to become a subscriber, it's easy. Just visit knoxnews.com slash subscribe to see our latest offer and sign up today. So, Ryan, when you heard that this new law had gone into effect, what was your reaction? Confusion at first, because I first thought that this was a you know, a state level ban. But then when I looked into it more, um, allowing governments to have more control, um, that's something that I think is surprising in such a pro business state where a state government, um, um, like I said, that's got such a focus on, on small businesses too, which would probably be the most affected, right? I think, think about places you can smoke indoors in Tennessee, it's usually bars, which are typically small businesses. So, I was surprised, um, that there was, you know, this sweeping act of, of regulation, um, you know, or at least putting the putting it out on the table that cities could regulate. It just didn't seem like something that a Tennessee would do. I agree. I also think 
Tennessee is a little bit behind the times on this law. I mean, there are many, many, many places across the country where you can't smoke indoors anywhere. Um, so, yeah, I was surprised that, that they got on board. I think the state of Tennessee, we like to be our own little individual state and um, not necessarily go with the crowd. So surprising for sure. Three states. You have East Tennessee, Middle Tennessee, and, and West Tennessee. So, right, yeah. exactly. Um, but, no, I mean, back in, I think it was 2007, um, the, the state did pass a law that pretty much, like, got smoking out of, like, a lot of places. I mean, one of the few exceptions was these age-restricted venues, the venues that are 21 and up. And so um, this is essentially kind of closing that, uh, not completely closing it, but, you know, allowing it to close this this loop right of of essentially like wiping out smoking completely but the state's not going to come down and, and ban it themselves so you got the control in local government's hands i think nashville was was considering it i saw some articles about that but then um, we reached out to knoxville and a spokesperson there said that she checked with um, multiple leaders in city government and it sounds like there are no plans on the table as of right now um, to further ban smoking of course this is something that just went to effect july 1st i think so there's a chance that you know, people are looking at this and, you know, something could come later. But as of right now, um, looks like Prez Pub and Urban Bar and Marie's and all these other smoking places will be able to carry on business as normal. So, Ryan, what do you think of that? Is that is that the right decision for the city? That's a big question because it's a question that's got a lot of different layers to it. You have, um, you know, one, just like personal freedom and businesses being able to do what they want to as a, as a private business. But then you also have a public health concern, which... Um, Balancing public health and personal freedoms has been a big topic over the past few years, and so what are you talking about? <laughs> you, you, you know, I'm not opening up that, <laughs> um, but you know, so I mean, that's as we've seen, it's definitely a complicated can be a complicated issue when you have two sides. Um, it just depends on you know which side you put more weight into, and so for me, um, you know, I said I had a cigarette last week. I, I used to smoke regularly, um, especially you know right when I moved here, and have given that up. Still smoke an occasional cigarette from time to time. And so, you know, for me as somebody who was a smoker, um, gave it up for obvious reasons, health reasons. I still like the idea of a business being able to say, if I want to allow this as long as it's on the books and it's, and it's legal that I can allow it, then should be able to do it. And, you know, as of right now, that's how it's been. And I don't know. I just, I just, I think people can put on their big boy, big girl pants and decide whether or not they want to walk into a place that allows smoking. Like I said, we, thought of preservation pub urban bar and we were you know putting our heads together trying to think of what other bars we can think of in downtown knoxville that allows smoking and um there's not many there's so many more places that don't allow smoking that you could choose from and in fact no one seems to have a list of where you can smoke in the area so clearly there's not a mob of people banging down the door for smoking to be banned in these venues. Right. I uh, I did check with the health department because I thought maybe, you know, they do health inspections, food inspections, stuff like that. And they said they don't keep a list, but if there was a complaint that they would check into it. So if there was a place that was, you know, not a 21 and up venue that was allowing smoking that they could look into it. But that's more of a state level thing. So still waiting for the state to get back with me. But um, yeah, what are your what are your thoughts on? It? I mean, you know, I'm all for businesses being able to run their operations the way they want and serve their customers. But in this case, I think smoking can be a real hindrance for people who don't smoke. Um, It's very hard to contain smoking and keep it from impacting other people's non-smokers' personal freedoms. I also think this is just 
a modern improvement that a lot of the world has adopted. And it makes sense to at least reconsider, you know, do we want to have a place indoors where, where people can smoke? And I think there are some reasons why maybe a couple of these places should be able to keep smoking and that we can talk about later. But I think in general, indoor smoking, probably from an, a prior age, it's past. Oh, let's be honest. It's not healthy. I mean, just being in a room full of smoke is, is not good for you. But, you know, um, neither is drinking to either. So you're already in a bar. Why not? Why not check off all the all the vices? Right. But when you are doing a shot of tequila, that is not making its way into my pores That's sitting true. next to you. That is very true. So what do you think the impact would be on some of these businesses if the city were to decide to ban smoking? That's a tough question because I think allowing smoking helps preservation pub more than it hurts it. I I pers- I mean I don't know. I have to look at the numbers. I mean you know, and I'm sure it does because Scott West is is a business guy, right? I'm sure he wouldn't do it if if it wasn't if it wasn't good for business. There's a reason behind it. I think one of the reasons behind it, I'm just going to be honest, is like people that party smoke or smokers tend to. I mean it's just it's a stereotype, right? But I mean you know. The rock stars and you know it's it's just there's it's just in that culture but um so i think you know i do have friends that won't that don't want to go to preservation pub they usually end up going anyways but it's not like oh i don't want to go there's like smoking there but if there's a cool event going on you know it's something that they can put up with um so i think it helps you know in the sense that for one if i'm sitting at the bar i don't have to go outside to smoke a cigarette this might sound like a small thing but you know i don't have to go outside i could just sit there smoke my cigarette watch some music have a drink, smoke a cigarette. It's just, I feel like it keeps you in, in there a little bit longer. Um, but taking it away, I don't know. I don't feel like people are going to stop going to preservation pub. I mean, you know, I don't think if, if there are downtown folks, like your other option would be, and I'm just thinking they just took it away from preservation pub. Your other option would be go to urban bar. Those aren't like equal places. I think people would still hang out in preservation pub. Um, but it wouldn't be the same. So, I think overall, if it was like a clean wipe across the board, I guess, you know, it's not like people are going to stop going out, but I think it helps them. I think um, you're right. I mean, it helps to have a niche and serve a market and smokers are a market. Smokers who want to go out and have a beer at a bar. Um, you know, I think about Urban Bar being one of the destination bars for the the restaurant industry workers to go after hours if I was serving plate after plate of food or, or rum and Coke after rum and Coke, I'd probably need a cigarette too. So, you know, for those people in that industry who work so hard and put up with so much, especially these past few years, it kind of feels cruel to take away their, their destination for having a cig. Yeah. And preservation pub gets a lot of that crowd too. I mean, obviously it gets a lot of everybody. It's, it's a, a melting pot in there most of the time. But I mean, you do get that after hours crowd because they do stay up until like three o'clock in the morning, as does, you know, um, Urban Bar. They 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 stay up in late. And so I think that's another industry, too. Right. That's an industry that's kind of got a culture of smoking. Like, you know, you see it in the movies, a waitress going out in the back door and having a smoke. And I mean, I just feel like it's something that we've seen. And it's it's real. I mean, you always see, you know, downtown back alley smoking cigarettes behind the bar, going out in their smoke break. Same thing. Like I said, Rock stars, party crowd, service industry crowd. Um, yeah, it does seem a little cruel. I just think, you know, it, it, talking about the the health concern and the concern that, you know, if you sit down at a bar, if I take the tequila shot, it's not going. It's, you're, you're not ingesting the tequila shot. If I smoke a cigarette, you are inhaling the smoke. 
at the end of the day, it doesn't come down to the fact that you walked into that bar. Like, I mean, again, there's so many other places you can choose from. Um, even within, I mean, just to put it into a little bit of perspective, within the West family of bars, right? Uh, you have Preservation Pub is the only area that allows smoking. On the, and it's just on the first floor. You go upstairs, there's no smoking on the second floor. I think maybe there's smoking on the roof, but I mean, they keep it pretty contained, right? I mean, Scruffy City Hall does not have smoking in it. Bernadette doesn't have smoking in it. Tommy Trent's doesn't have smoking in it. And these are just, you know, three bars right next to each other. So, um, I don't know. It's a, it's a personal decision to smoke. It's also a personal decision. It's one of the only times that it's a personal decision to be choose whether or not to be around smoke. I mean, it sucks when you're like walking down the street and somebody's blowing smoke in your face and you can't really do anything about that. In this case, you can. You can just not go to the business in the first place and, and that solves your problems. But again, I do feel bad for my friends that end up going with me that didn't really want to go there in the first place and go home smelling like an ashtray, which does happen. I mean, every time you leave Prez Pub. So. I think it speaks to obviously the quality and the uh, quantity of bars we have in downtown Knoxville. No one's going to get up in arms about this issue because there are so many options and so many great quality options. So I think this is, you know, something that it'll be a wait and see. Uh, the city of Knoxville will probably wait and see what Nashville does and take a page out of their book. Or maybe they'll decide, you know what, we've got way bigger problems than uh, shutting down smoking at a handful of bars. Yeah, I mean, and the other thing, too, is it's already being regulated so much, you know, just in other ways, whether it's taxes or whether it's, you know, um, you know, uh, vapor products that are trying to get people off smoking, which, of course, those have their own problems, as we saw, like Juul was recently taken off shelves. But, um, you know, smoking is not as big of a part of the culture anymore. And so, um, you know, it makes sense as there's not as many places to go and smoke, but there are still smokers out there. Like, I feel like the proportion of smokers that there are is is accurately reflected in the number of smoking bars that are around here in Knoxville. And so, I don't know, it feels like what where we're at right now seems like a good space. I think, um, I think one of the reasons that people get so upset, and I feel like Preservation Pub is always at the center of this argument, is because... Preservation Pub is a place that has stuff. It's a place that people do want to be. And so I think that's a little unfortunate for people. I can see where people are coming from, even though I don't personally agree. Like they have live music every night of the week. There's always like, I think I did a story a while back. I mean, there's been a lot of bands that before they make it big, they play at Press Pub. And so it's a place where people want to go and party. And so it's not saying that Urban Bar isn't, but it's like Urban Bar, you go there to drink and smoke. There's other stuff you can do at Preservation Pub. And so that's why I feel like a lot of people bring that into the conversation with that bar specifically. It's because I want to go there, but I but I can't. You might not want to go to Marie's Old Tavern for any reason beyond maybe to like drink a beer and sing some karaoke. It's not like you're going there for you know a big event. So I get that side of the argument as well. So if I'm to sum up this episode, we won't be renaming this podcast The Puffy Stuff. <laughs> I was thinking the smoky stuff, but the puffy stuff sounds better. That rhymes. Smoky's got the smokies. <laughs> the smoky stuff but, is good too. Um, and I mentioned, you know, sort of the controversy with jeweling earlier too. This also allows um, uh, local governments to place bans on on vaping, even on these age restricted venues as well. Oh, it's important to note, especially with a uh, cigar bar planning to come to the old city uh, there on Central, that there has been an amendment before this was passed, added that this does not apply to cigar bars. So it exempts cigar bars that limit access to people that are 21 years and older. So that that is one area. 
Um, we do have a hookah bar on uh, Gay Street. Uh, I don't know if there's uh, I don't know if where that sort of falls into it, but cigar bars at least um, are fine. Thank goodness. And then when it comes to patios and rooftops, um, that was an area that I was thinking about um, because uh, on one hand, I guess more so rooftops and patios because rooftops are actually you know on the roof of a building. And if you, if your concern is about you know smoking inside of a building or any fire hazards, then maybe rooftops would be a concern for you. But um, you know, I have not seen anything that indicates that this would have anything to do with rooftops or patios. I mean, you can smoke on the sidewalk walking down the street, and uh, you can smoke on patios right now, whether or not it's a age restricted bar or not. Uh, most of the conversations that I've seen around this issue has to do with more of a public health and uh, health consequences related to smoking indoors. So, and there's a uh, professor over at ETSU's in the Department of Health Service Management and Policy in the College of Public Health who was an author on this paper that has essentially looked at um, an economic assessment of smoke-free policies in Tennessee and has been pushing um, for a law that you know does not you know have an outright state overarching uh, you know approach to smoking in bars, but really puts the control in local government's hands because um, you know back whenever the the smoking ban in two thousand and seven that came into effect, uh, this professor and and others in, in in their field were concerned that you know there was this loophole of of bars right not only um, people that are going into bars but one thing that's important to think about as well are employees and so you have you know employees that are behind the bar all day who may or may not smoke but again um, I know when it comes to jobs it's it's a lot harder to say oh just you know work somewhere else when you know sometimes people the only job they can get is the only job they can get but you know let's say you have somebody behind the bar who you know had been working there or you know was a smoker when they started but have now since quit and now have to be around smoke all day so that was a concern that was brought up in this paper and then there's also a concern that um you know according to this paper at the time that tennessee has consistently remained higher than the national average for tobacco use and so just you know uh feeding people's habits but uh, again, you know, to, to buy a cigarette, you have to be 21 and to go into a bar where you can smoke a cigarette, you have to be 21. And, um, until the law for buying a cigarette changes, I don't see necessarily the problem with, uh, you know, being allowed to smoke it as long as everybody agrees on the inside, but we will see what happens with this. Um, you know, obviously this has been a discussion that's been going on for years. Uh, you know, smoking bans have taken place across the country, uh, you know, it's decades now we're talking about. And so, um, I don't see this issue going away anytime soon, at least from, you know, a conversational standpoint, at least from, you know, my friends not wanting to go necessarily maybe to preservation because pub because they're smoking. But as far as actual action, what the city does, only time will tell. But as we said, you know, as for now, um, it seems like everything's going to be able to continue on as normal. So this has been the scruffy stuff. As you know, a podcast about all the news happening in and around downtown Knoxville. We release new episodes every Monday and we love to hear from you. So, um, what are your thoughts on smoking in Knoxville bars? Are you for it? Are you against it? Are you somewhere in the middle? You can reach out to me on Instagram and let me know. Just give me a follow at Knox Scruff, or you can let us know in the Urban Knoxville Facebook group. It is a private group that just requires you answer a few quick questions and we'll get you in there so you can get the downtown discussion going with your own posts or by commenting on our posts. We typically drop the podcast in there, which again, drop on every Monday. But if you don't want to wait to see when it's going to publish on Monday, stop that constant refreshing and just sign up and subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you listen on to get a notification every time a new episode drops. And while you're at it, why not leave us a five-star review? We appreciate your support. So show that support a little bit more. 
by, by saying something nice about us, we hope. Uh, you can also show support by heading on over to knoxnews.com slash subscribe. Uh, that is a place where you can see our latest offers and support local journalism today. Right now, the deal we have going on is just $1 for six months. It's such a small cost, but it goes a long way in making sure that we can continue to tell the stories that are happening downtown and across Knoxville and East Tennessee that matter most to you. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in to the Puffy Stuff, the Smoky Stuff, the Scruffy Stuff podcast. We'll be back again next week with a new episode. Until then, cheers. Cheers.